this week's Pilch Point with Avram Pilch is proudly powered by PureVPN. When you're browsing online, you want to uh, to protect your your anonymity, whether it be from Facebook and Google or from your ISP. Uh, and the best way to do that is with a VPN like PureVPN. Uh, it allows you to obfuscate your online uh, activity and it allows you to report that you're somewhere else. So if you're out of the country and uh, it's... It's been a year, right? And your the series finale of your favorite show uh, is is happening uh, back in the U.S. You can still watch your your Hulu or wherever you happen to have it, which is which is great. And of course, we've got some uh, some deals right now. If you sign up for two years, you get it for three thirty three a month, uh, and there is a thirty one day uh, money back guarantee. So if you try it out and you're like, you know what, this just isn't for me. They'll give you your money back, but uh, I I use it myself and can tell you that it is a great product. To find out more about it, you can go to pilchpoint.live/purevpn. All right, Avram. So uh, we got some uh, got some processor news, right? Yes. So uh, Intel. Uh, just came out with their new Comet Lake S CPUs, uh, which are their latest desktop processors. And we uh, had, at Tom's Hardware, had the opportunity to uh, thoroughly test and review the top-of-the-line Core i9 uh, 10900K uh, CPU. Uh, they also have... Uh, other CPUs that we will be publishing reviews of, including a Core i7, a Core i5, and a Core i3. Uh, but uh, let's talk a bit about the Core i9 10900K. Uh, so this processor now is selling for $530 or so. Uh, it is, and it is the fastest gaming processor ever made. If you are going to play a game. Uh, this definitely will help boost your will help boost your frame rates. Now, take a step back. Most people are better off spending the money, extra money on a um, on a better graphics card than spending more for the CPU because the graphics card has a lot more to do with performance than the CPU does. And when you get above a certain level of resolution and performance, most of the difference, between one computer and another is the graphics card. So you might be better off. You're probably almost certainly better off if, if you're, you know, limiting your budget to get a lower, uh, to either get an AMD processor that may have more cores and threads uh, and be cheaper, or a Core i7 processor. So we're not saying this is the best processor for people. It is just happens to be synthetically does definitely gets a little bit faster results when all things being equal um, uh, on gaming. Now, uh, the Core i9-10900K uh, is interesting because, or maybe not as interesting as it could be because it is yet another Intel CPU generation that is, 14 nanome- that is made up with a 14 nanometer process. Now, let's take a step back for those who aren't familiar with what process nodes are because it is very confusing i think even to people who talk about them the process node is a number of nanometers nanometers so small none of us can can really see it um 
the I think it's the the theoretical distance between the transistors, and if you can ha- and if you have less nanometers in your process, that means that you're that means that you can fit more transistors in a tighter space, uh, and you can have generate less heat uh, and less heat uh, and less power consumption because you're because you're able to I guess pack things closer together. Um, now Intel has now to be fair, uh, nobody is actually taking out. I don't know what type of microscope you would need and uh, what type of really tiny ruler you would need and measuring the nanometers of chips. Uh, but we know that uh, AMD has been, since last year, using a 7 nanometer process. Mm-hmm. Intel has been on 14 nanometers for five, six years now, something like that. Uh, they've been on it for many years. And while they have ten, now have 10 nanometer processors in, in a few laptops, they have their uh, problems with getting down to uh, a lower nanometers to what we call a die shrink have been uh, legendary. I mean, they have a lot of issues. So now we're still on 14 nanometers, where uh, where Intel is, where where AMD is on seven, and uh, you know some of the graphics vendors are going lower, and so are you know ARM processors like Qualcomm. Uh, so, you know, it's not good that they're basically rewarming the same the same processor node with a lot of the same stuff. And so, how do they get it to be faster? Because they want to keep coming out with new processors. They want pe- to give people a reason to buy new stuff. And you know, the industry really needs Intel to come out with new processors. If we're to be honest, because companies don't come out with new computers as often if they don't have new processors to sell in them, mm-hmm. like. It becomes an occasion for companies to say, "Oh, now I'm going to start. Now I'm going to come out with it." Now these are desktop processors we're talking about here in Comet Lake, Comet Lake S. But um, you know, they a lot of time when it's laptop processors, you just won't see a lot of laptop refreshes until they know that Intel is coming out with new stuff. And it, and I think this is true also to an extent of new uh, new desktops. Uh, you know, obviously new motherboards. So, you know, the whole industry kind of moves along with Intel and to some extent with AMD, but Intel is still controls a lot more market share. So, you know, uh, the tech industry needs Intel to come out with new stuff and they keep coming out with it, but it has to be, but because they've had so many problems getting past 14 nanometers, they have to find incremental ways to turn up the performance. And those incremental ways are, Adding more CPU cores, mm-hmm. so so now the Core i9 uh, 10900K has 10 cores, whereas last year's model the 9900K had um, had eight cores, uh, and by turning up the clock speed, now so now this one out of the box, uh, I believe runs at 4.9 gigahertz on all cores, uh, and can boost up to under the right cooling conditions, you really have to have a fancy cooler for this, but without overclocking at all, can boost up to 5.3 gigahertz, which makes which is incredibly fast. And and the news was out this week that an overclocker already was able to get uh, the Core i9 10900K up to 7.7 gigahertz, which is which is great. But 
when I say that an overclocker was able to do that, I mean somebody who was doing it for competition, not for actually using it like Mm -hmm. that. Because, uh, you know, you might be able to get it up, you know, a few hundred megahertz at, you know, if you're going to use it all the time uh, like that, you know, at that speed. But when we talk about somebody boosting the clock speed on something by like 2 to 2.5 gigahertz like that, they're using, they have a big, um, they're using liquid nitrogen. And so you're not going to, and you have to re-pour the liquid nitrogen on it every few seconds Mm -hmm. and you don't keep it like that. So really that's so that you can see that you did it competitively and win a competition, but you're not gonna you you're not gonna leave your computer you can't leave your computer running like that. So, uh, so really, uh, you know, 5.3 gigahertz uh, out of the out of the box is is excellent, and I think uh, I think the best that by far the best you can get, but uh, the best you know processor you can buy. But uh, the expense of that is. They had to turn up the power consumption significantly, which generates a lot more heat and uses a lot more electricity. And uh, and so you're talking about now uh, in where the last generation, the 9900K on a task might be using, you know, 160 watts. This might be using 200 or 210 watts. Uh, we're talk. Uh, you're talking that you're going to need a ri- ridiculously expensive and good cooler for it to be able to really to get to that 5.3 gigahertz. Uh, and that's, you know, not overclocked just for the, for it to know, okay, I can stay cool enough because in order to, to get there, it has to be under, I think 70 degrees Celsius, which is, you know, not, uh, you know, well, that's hot for you to touch, but, uh, you know, for a processor is not necessarily that super hot. So, uh, you know, it's um, so this is a hot power drinking, uh, power drinking CPU. And you get the benefit of that in, in better performance. But, you know, you're going to need fantastic cooling that's going to cost you some money. Uh, and, you know, I, I don't know how many people are really worried about their electric bill. Uh, but you know, it's certainly going to use a bit more power. I mean, I, I'm always a little skeptical of these things where people are so concerned about the power. Uh, I mean, you should be concerned because you have to supply it with your power supply and because you've got to cool it. But as far as like, you know, you're, I mean, the, I mean, I'm not saying electricity should just be wasted, but I mean, the difference between like 160 watt CPU and a 200 watt CPU I don't know if that's going to be a material difference over over the course of a year in your electric bill. You have so much other stuff using electricity, mm-hmm. both in, inside your PC and in your computer setup, like your monitor and in your house, and like you know that you know a few a few hundred uh, you know a few watts uh, here and there probably isn't going to make a significant bump in your electric bill. But, you know, it is going to mean that you need a bigger power supply and, and better cooling and that your motherboard is going to have to be able, going to have to have VRMs, voltage regulation modules that are really good to handle this. So, you know, that that all adds up. And do we know what the uh, the going price on this guy is? Yeah, I, I said for $530. Okay. 
I'm uh, sorry, I missed that. So Newegg has it right now for five twenty nine. Okay. Um, so and that's that's actually good deal compared to what the old one was because the old one was about five. The prior model, the ninety nine hundred K, was about I think was just under five hundred. So uh, so not bad. And remember, you're getting more cores, uh, more cores and more threads. You're getting uh, you're getting twenty threads also. So that means. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, now I mean, it has an official TDP thermal design of 125, but that thing can boost way, 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 way up. So, you know, it's uh, it is you know it is a big time power drinker. But on the other hand, if you want performance, you gotta, you know, it's going to take it's going to take some electricity to get there. Uh, AMD's uh, top of the line Ryzen right now, the Ryzen 9 3900X is about uh, is about 500 bucks. And that uh, uses a, has a 105 watt TDP. So, uh, and it has more threads and cores, 12 cores, 24 threads. That that's you know for for multitasking, for doing things like video editing and things like that. The cores and threads are more important uh, are more important. But uh, so you know AMD definitely wins. And recently we did a face off between AMD and Intel. And in most cases, AMD is the much is a much better value right now. But, you know, uh, if you're throwing money and power consumption to the wind, like the Core i9-10900K will give you the best performance on gaming and the best performance on things that don't use a ton of threads. Mm-hmm. Once you get to that point of, hey, you know, I'm, I'm doing Photoshop, I'm doing, you know, video editing, creative editing, 3D modeling, whatever things that actually use a lot of cores and threads, uh, even your web browser uses some different core threads. So... Mm-hmm. You know, you definitely benefit from having more cores and threads like AMD gives you. For sure. And uh, although with uh, with the weird spike in in uh, component prices right now, uh, it does sound like this might be um, a, a surprisingly affordable processor uh, comparatively because over the last 10 days, we've seen a, a pretty sharp spike in uh, in component prices. Um, with uh, some of the AMD processors being 700 plus right now, so that's yeah. But that's yeah, that, but that's today. Who knows <laughs> in another 10 days what it'll look like? But you know, with our weird our weird environment right now, we never know what to expect from minute to minute. So, speak speaking of power consumption, I just want to mention something I'm working on that I think is going to be kind of fun. So. So it's not to say that I'm against looking into power consumption. Uh, I recently got sent. I'm getting. I'm starting to get sent a whole bunch of little tiny, um, little tiny power adapters, right? Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out how am I going to test them uh, to make sure that they're actually delivering the amount of wattage that that we want. And I got in the mail this uh, this thing here which is a load tester, uh, which is going to allow me to actually make sure that, you know, whatever, uh, you know, if something is 65 watts, I'd make it draw 65 watts um, to see that it actually is getting what it's supposed to. So, you know, I understand people wanting to make sure that, you know, they're not wasting power. Sure. Is that the, uh, is that the product we were looking at? Uh, or or yeah. a product like what we were looking at? 
I think I think so. I think awesome. that's the one we were. Lo- I think that's the one we were looking at. I got I got a work to order for me came in, so I'm eager to play with it. But I'm still waiting to get all my uh, all my little power adapters to play with. And I'm guessing the power adapters you're getting are all the uh, the the Gan Tech yes ones. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So like <laughs> here, I have one right over here. Wait. I can show people real quick. Uh, so like this thing here uh, for, from Aki. Uh, this is a 65 watt uh, thing to charge your laptop, right? Crazy. And, and it's super small. And they're sending me one that's actually smaller than this that's supposed to be 61 watts, uh, which honestly is plenty for most laptops. Yeah. So, you know, but I think if you want to, you know, actually make sure that it is 65 watts mm-hmm. and, or the other ones that other companies are sending me, uh, you know, that's where doing proper power testing comes in. Well, that's. That's super cool because we, I, I interviewed uh, the the guy who designed the GAN chips at CES this year. Uh, really? Yeah, he was he was on our live show. Uh, so so I'm super excited. He and I have talked back and forth. Um, obviously, he's heavily involved in the product uh, design process as well, uh, so that you know people can implement the thing that their the company built. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, it's, a, it's I'd a like to talk simple. to him. Okay. I'll make it happen. Yeah. I'll make an I'll intro. Yeah. Cool. Uh, but yeah, uh, that was a, that was a super fun conversation. We don't usually get to go that far into the weeds, uh, during, during the live show. Cause we don't usually have component people on. So it was real fun to real get down into the technical details and talk about the weirdness that, that makes it possible. So. I, I have a, a vested interest in hearing how these things come out. <laughs> well, Avram, as always, uh, I always I always love hearing about the stuff that uh, that you're working on, and I cannot wait to see how uh, how this comes out. And uh, thanks for letting us know about the Intel stuff, and uh, can't wait to find out what we talk about next. All right.